Welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to deepen your faith, knowledge, and love of our Lord Jesus as we explore the timeless treasures of the Bible. Join us now as we explore God's Word. Hello and welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. I'm Matt Staver. Today we're going to begin our study of the Word from John chapter 5. It's an amazing chapter and it is filled with encouragement. Let me give some background, because we're going to spend a few different moments on here over a period of several different podcasts to kind of go through the importance of this chapter. This is a chapter where Jesus comes to what is called the Pools of Bethesda, and Bethesda is like House of Mercy, and that is what this place was called, Pools of Bethesda. It's in Jerusalem, and Jesus comes there to see a man who had been paralyzed for 38 years. He had been unable to walk. Let me give a little bit of background about this because it is very important as we walk through John chapter 5 and some of the other healings that Jesus did in Jerusalem. In the north, in the Galilee and elsewhere, Jesus did all kinds of healing. He healed people that were blind, people that were lame. He healed Peter's mother-in-law with a fever. He raised the dead. He did all kinds of healings of individuals. But when we come to Jerusalem, there's only two kinds of recorded categories of healing that Jesus did. And both of these are elucidated in John. One is in chapter 5 that we're going to study now. And another one that we'll study later is in John uh, as well. And it's the uh, healing of the man who was born blind. There's other passages in the scriptures where Jesus is talked about as healing the blind and the lame. And these are specific examples of healing the blind and the lame. The only two categories of healings that Jesus did was to heal the blind and the lame in Jerusalem. Now, outside of Jerusalem, he did all kinds of healings. Why did he only perform these two categories of healings? Well, it's because if we go back to the book of Kings... When David came into this area to establish Jerusalem as the capital of the northern and the southern kingdom, so that it would be neither in the northern ten tribes or in the southern two tribes, but in a neutral place, kind of like Washington, D.C., which was patterned after Jerusalem, being in none of the states having its own independent territory, Jerusalem was like that. When he came there and he encountered the Canaanite tribe that actually occupied that area, he ultimately was taunted by the Canaanite king with this proverb. Basically said that your army is so weak, we're so strong, our city is so impregnable to your conquest that we'll put as guards around the city people that are blind and people that are lame and you still will not be able to overcome them. According to the scriptures, that proverb continued down through history, and the proverb was eventually interpreted that David hated the blind and the lame. Well, we know he didn't hate them because Mephibosheth was someone who was lame, paralyzed, and he brought him into his house and even fed him at his own table. But that was the proverb, the blind and the lame were outcast. That's the point. They were outcast. And you can see why. Because they had to beg. They couldn't walk, or they couldn't see, therefore they couldn't work, and they were outcast. 
Therefore, they were seen by society as the lowest of the low. And yet in the scriptures, it talks about how Jesus brought the blind and the lame into the temple and healed them. And here's one of those encounters of a specific event where Jesus goes to the pools of Bethesda. And by the way, these pools of Bethesda, for many years, were not discovered. They were covered by earth. And so critics of the scriptures, they said that John was an allegory. It wasn't a true story. Either that or John just didn't know the geography. And so it talks about the sheep gate and the pools of Bethesda, but we can't find the pools of Bethesda. Well, guess what? The pools of Bethesda, the actual pools of Bethesda, have been discovered, and you can visit them, and we do visit them as part of our covenant journey experience in Israel. And it's an amazing location because we go over this story. So Jesus goes to the pools of Bethesda. He goes to this place, and he encounters a man who is waiting to be able to go into the water. And he thought, and he had thought this for many years, and many others did as well, that in fact if he got into the water he could be healed. But he had a problem. The problem is, every time he tries to get into the water, when the water stirs, he can't get in there because he's paralyzed. Other people rush in ahead of him. Now, if you go to other parts of Europe, throughout the Mediterranean area, you will find places that were to the god Asclepius. Asclepius is the god of medicine. It's where we get the medical sign, the staff with the serpent. This god in Greek mythology was the god of healing. He had sons and daughters. One of those daughters was Hygieia, from where we get the word hygiene. So this is the background. This man is seeking healing from the pagan god Asclepius, the Greek god of healing, and particularly his daughter, the goddess Hygieia, from where we get the word hygiene. And so Jesus approaches this man. And it says in John chapter 5, verse 2, Now in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, there is a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having four five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lamed, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. It goes on to say, there was a certain man there in verse 5 who had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and he knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, do you want to be made well? The Greek word is, do you want to be made hugies, hygieia? That's the word for this goddess. Well, the man, instead of saying yes, he gives excuses for why he can't be. Sick man answered, verse 7, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Arise, take up your mat, and walk. Now imagine this guy. 38 years, he's not been able to move his legs. You can imagine how atrophied his muscles are. Take up your mat and walk, he said. We're going to talk on another podcast about what this man's reaction is because of his personal experience with Jesus Christ. Oh, man, he, he took on the religious authorities of his day. You need that personal experience, that personal encounter. Remember that no matter 
who you are, how far you've fallen, uh, Jesus is there to pursue you. He pursues you in the darkest times of your life. He comes into unexpected places, and he creates things brand new that have been misused, abused, or not used for many, many years, maybe even your whole life. Jesus is that healer, and everywhere he goes, he is setting the house in order. It's like as though someone broke into the house, ransacked it, broke the furniture. Jesus is there setting the house back in order, turning the table back up on its legs, fixing the broken vases, and that's what he does with our lives. Jesus is not only the creator, but as the scripture says, when we give our lives to Jesus, the veil is removed, all things have become new, and you are a new creation. And that's the story of John chapter 5. I encourage you to read it more. We're going to be delving into more of this amazing story of the man who was healed at the pools of Bethesda. For more information, you can visit covenantjourney.org. That's covenantjourney.org. And for notes on this, we have the Covenant Journal as well that you can obtain about this amazing location, covenantjourney.org. I'm Matt Staver with Covenant Journey. You've been listening to the Covenant Journey podcast. We hope that we have informed, inspired, and encouraged you to deepen your faith, knowledge, and love for our Lord Jesus as we've explored the Word of God. Visit covenantjourney.org where you can obtain additional notes and information to enhance your study of the Scriptures. The website again is covenantjourney.org. You can also email us at cj at covenantjourney.org. Share this podcast with your friends. Visit covenantjourney.org.